podcast today um thanks for tuning in and being a part of it um a couple things before we get started in today's podcast um just want to remind everyone that um we are having worship um 8 45 we're having our masks uh, mandatory service and then we have a 10 45 service as well um also this sunday we're going to um, in the, in the past few years, we've had um, a trunk or treat here for the kids on Halloween, and and we're just kind of I don't know, really don't feel safe for everybody gathering because usually the last two years it's rained and we've had it all been packed inside. So this Sunday after church, we're just going to um, have kind of thrown together a kids carnival and some pizza, and so you know uh, we'll do it outside, and so we can all be out there but uh just want to encourage everybody to come out and to participate in that bring your kids and if you want to help we would love to have that so we have that going on um but today i want to i want to talk about something that i don't know it's just kind of been on my my heart lately um and i've I've come across a couple of scriptures that i think kind of really spoke to me and i just want to i just want to share them with you today um this is a story, and it's an old story, um, Old Testament, early, well, not early in the Old Testament, but about uh, halfway through the Old Testament, and it's about a, a man named Elisha, who's a prophet, who brings the word of the Lord to people, <coughs> and, and this happens in Second Kings um, chapter 2, verse 19. I want to read you the story. And then I want to kind of give you a little background and context of the story and the, then see kind of why it kind of relates to my story and maybe your story as well. Um, it said, now the people of the city said to Elisha, the location of this city is really good as my Lord sees, but the water is bad. The land is unfruitful. Elijah said, bring me a new bow, put some salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went to the spring of water and threw the salt into it and said, Thus says the Lord, I have made this water wholesome. From now on, neither death nor miscarriage shall come from it. So the water has been wholesome to this day, according to the word that Elisha spoke. So Elisha is in this city, and the city that he is in is the city of Jericho. And the city of Jericho has a history. It has a background. It has a story. And Elisha comes, and the people are like, you know, our, this land, it's not, it doesn't produce anything. 
Um, this the water's not any good. Now, in order to understand that, the history of the story, um, way back before then, a man named Joshua led the children of Israel um, to overthrow and overtake Jericho, the city. Um, if you remember the kid's story, the, the walls of Jericho came tumbling down. So they destroyed this city. And Joshua, way back when the city was originally destroyed, he pronounced this oath. He said, Cursed before the Lord be anyone who tries to rebuild Jericho. At the cost of his firstborn, he shall lay its foundation. At the cost of his youngest, he shall set up its gates. So early on, way before Elisha comes on the scene to these people, a man named Joshua has come in and laid a curse on the city. This city is cursed. Anyone who tries to rebuild this city, it's going to cost you. Um, you, you're going to you're going to have difficulties. You, you're going to lose children. It's just this curse. And we actually find in First Kings, um, there there was a man, um, an, uh, a man named Abijam, who try who actually rebuilds Jericho. And this is this is um, some years later um, that he 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 did try to rebuild it. I think it's chapter sixteen, where. Uh, he says that in the days of Bethel, he built Jericho. He laid its foundation at the cost of his firstborn and at the gates the cost of his youngest, according to the curse by Joshua. So this guy did try to rebuild it, and he did rebuild it, and it was cursed. And so, so if you're these people... And go back to our story, uh, the story of Elisha. He's in the city of Jericho. And what's the history of the city? Is it blessing or cursed? Yeah. They, they look, yeah, our, we're, our water's bad. Our land is fruitful. We're, we're just cursed. And this is the way it's going to be. Now, why, why, do, I, why do I tell you that story? Well, many times, and if we're honest, I think we as people can sometimes come to the conclusion that we have been cursed, <laughs> uh, especially in, in 2020, you know? And some of you are like, ah, we don't believe in curses. Well, we, we speak differently than than that. I mean, I don't know how many times I've heard people say, oh, well, that's just the way it's going to go. It's 2020. I mean, what does that what does that mean? It means that there's somehow we've been cursed, or uh, we say things like, "Why does this always happen to me?" I mean, that's the language of someone who is being cursed, or or we say things like, "Things never go my way." Well, what are we saying? We're saying that somewhere, way back when, uh, things were set in motion that they will never go our way. And so when it comes to these people of Jer- of Jericho, um, it's, it's, we can become people who are negative and pessimistic and we think the worst 
and we can get down and let's say that 2020 has uh, it's hard not to believe that it's not cursed i mean i'm just going to be honest with you it's hard not to believe it because everything that's going on um and it just seems like it's something else but elisha comes along and he says give me a new bowl give me some salt and i'm going to bring about something new out of that which you think was cursed now the whole symbolism of a new bowl is a new beginning it's a new day salt is you know you ever eat food and it's like oh it's kind of bland and you add some salt and it like oh this is a lot better it's this symbolism of bringing new life to a situation that we thought was cursed and jesus does this time and time again in the bible time and time jesus comes out and says i, I don't believe things will always be that way i believe in resurrection i believe in new life I, uh, I believe that things can be born again i believe that things can be raised from the dead i believe that there's a new day coming a new world a new creation a new heaven a new earth i mean that's all the language is yet how many times do i i mean do we wallow in oh, this is just the way it's going to be yeah and it is so anti-jesus and, and so i guess my question for you is is i kind of i look out my window here and maybe this comes from me looking out and it's dreary and it's wet and it's overcast and it's it's uh, almost the end of october and and we're still in this mess and uh, we're hearing election stuff and it, it's just oh my goodness is this always going to be this way we and i say we you and i as individuals we have the ability to determine our own outlook in life even in the middle of 2020 if do, do you believe you're cursed do you believe oh, well why why would anything happen different it's always going to be this way then that's then that's how, that's how you're going to view the world. Pessimistic, negative. Or do you believe in resurrection? Do you believe today's going to be a new day? Do you believe today's going to be different than yesterday? Do you believe that God is coming and bringing salt in a new bowl and pouring it in your life and saying, all right, now, now, we don't believe in curses. Come on. Elijah, the, the people are like, oh, we're cursed. Elijah's like, curses? Come on, come on. Give me a new bow. Give me some salt. Let's get past this, and let's move forward. You know, one of the things that we're talking about on Sunday mornings, and we started this a couple of weeks ago, is that we are all created in the image of God, every one of us. And, and we're not focusing on your individual purpose like some of us are created to be a teacher or a preacher or a lawyer or or a builder or 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 a finance for whatever we're talking about the fundamental building blocks that god called us all to be last week we talked about how god called us to be people that move we're not stagnant people we don't sit still we, we move towards things. God is constantly calling us forward, and we're constantly waking up every day. What's God doing new right near, near my life? Because that's the way God operates. It's the way the Spirit operates. Even, even in a time when it, we might not feel safe going out and being around people, we can still 
move and we can still do things and we can still experience new life every day and our attitude and our perspective and how we view life determines that so it's it's been rough we've all been through difficult times but the bible reminds us that we serve a god that's in the business of taking that which has been cursed taking that which has been torn apart taking that which has been no good for so many years, taking that where the water is bad and the land isn't fruitful, and God's in the business of taking that and bringing something new out of it. Maybe it's our attitude. Maybe we need God to, to, to come in and bring something new of our attitude or of our perspective. So um, whatever it is, let us, let us be open to that life-changing power of God's resurrection in our life every single day day because what you look for you will find if you look for a life that is cursed you're going to find it but if you look for a life that's God's I know you're moving and I know you've got blessings for me you're going to find that as well so my friends let's go out in this world and just just look for the goodness the goodness of God in all things and um, we would love to see you Sunday 845 10 if you have nowhere to go you can follow us on facebook or check us out at covenantchurchofada.com hope everybody has a good week bye-bye